It's our first ever RV Miles meetup. Plus, we have an ingenious way for unclogging your black tank. Jason has a review of the solo stove. And after months of teasing it, we are finally able to announce our brand new Home on Wheels. This is RV Miles. Did I do that right? <laughs> RV Miles is sponsored by L.L. Bean, dedicated to helping you experience all the benefits of time outside and stay more comfortable while you're out there. From soft and breathable activewear designed to do it all, to just right layers perfect for changing weather, to sun smart clothing that blocks the sun's harmful rays, every L.L. Bean product is made with comfortable time outside in mind. Visit LLBean.com to shop now. L.L. Bean be an outsider. Welcome to episode 200 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, are crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip. Each week we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. <laughs> Somebody asked us recently, when are you going to talk about gear? You always say gear. <laughs> well, we're talking about gear on what? this week's episode. Later on, we're going to have a review of our solo stove. So that's exciting. I'm very excited for it. I mean, we've already kind of previewed it and shown that, you know, we understand that you do need to cut the wood if you don't want it to smoke. We'll get to that later. But this is a big show. We're so excited for our 200th episode. It has been a wild ride these last almost four years now. Do you have any favorite episodes? Oh my gosh. Or I th- like a favorite episode? I thought we weren't doing no, this. I, I was going to oh. ask you. I Yes, I do have a favorite episode. What is it? My favorite episode of all time. Are you just, you're, you sound like you're dragging it. Yes, I do have a favorite am- episode. My favorite episode <laughs> of all time I'm is cha- the one. I'm channeling my inner Robert Downey Jr. right now. Okay. okay. My favorite episode is the episode where you returned to the podcast oh. after being gone from brain surgery. Oh, that's very sweet. That's my most favorite episode ever because I had you back and I didn't have to do it alone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Uh, you know, I I don't know. I really liked, I, I, I obviously have not gone back and listened to all the old ones because those Wait, freak me out. You don't listen um, to us on a regular no, basis. I listen to us enough when I edit these. <laughs> but I will say, uh, I for some reason, what's sticking in my mind is our Great River Road episode and, you, and talking about our journey on the Great River Road. I really like that. You really love the Great River Road, I too. Do. That's, I can see That's the reason. <laughs> yeah. That's very on brand for you. Yes. <laughs> well, we would love to know if you have a favorite episode, not maybe necessarily something Jason and I did in that episode. It's probably best you don't bring that up, <laughs> but maybe just a destination that has been talked about, or perhaps is there a destination you'd really like us to talk about? I know you guys up in the Northeast are really dying for us to get up there and it's going to happen soon. But we hope you'll go over to the RV Miles Facebook group. And if you have an episode that you really enjoyed over these last 200, we'd love to know about it and we'd love to talk to you about it. 
y'all, we've had a really wild last few nights oh of camping. <laughs> we've been hoofing it to the Midwest, to Illinois, uh, from North Carolina, and we stopped at several points along the way. We had about two weeks to get mm-hmm. here. And the last few days were, you know, the last campground we were at, we spent you know, three or four, four nights days. there. And uh, while we were there, well, first there was underwear in the pool, which I, I can't blame the campground for. No. Not their fault, but, but still, the, the, our day started out with underwear in the pool and our kids being a little weirded out by that. It was very, very hot out. Yes. And the power went out. The, it was like uh, construction down the road, cut off power lines, something happened. And this campground's water was also on a pump. So there was no power to the campground at all. There was no uh, water to the campground at all. Fine, we're camping, whatever. Oh. We start making our, our dinner on our on our Blackstone. <laughs> we were having breakfast for dinner. We we're going to have bacon and, and French toast. And all of a sudden, there's a freak rainstorm. And I'm like trying to cook bacon while it's starting to pour rain. And at some point, there became more water on the Blackstone <laughs> than grease. And we we finally gave up and and just drove to McDonald's. No, we drove to Cordoba. Oh no, we drove to Cordoba. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's right, that's right. We were talking about McDonald's and ended up at, at Cordoba. But that was kind of the start of a of a, of a little bit of like a, a typical yes. end to a travel season for us. Yes, and we will get to that in my black tank. But I want to back up just a second because. This campground that we were at, if you caught uh, Monthly Night Live last Monday, then you were with us on our very first day at that campground. We were there for four nights. And on our last night, on Thursday night, it just got crazy. And we didn't realize how crazy it was about to get. That was like a warning (laughs) for the next 24 hours to come. (laughs) But we also learned within that, uh, and we didn't realize this until Friday, until we were having to switch things up really, really quickly, that Thursday night ended up being our very last night in our Pioneer. So anyway, Friday morning, we're heading out to go to another campground. We're going to be driving about 300 miles that day, a little bit less. And only 50 miles short of our final destination, which is my my parents' house. And for reasons we'll discuss later, we did not go to that campground. And we ended up making the extra 50-mile hike to my parents' house. And unexpectedly, that was the last night in our trailer. So I don't uh, think the kids realize that No, yet. no, I don't, I I don't, don't think they do think either. That's... So <laughs> the trailer is stored at my brother's house right now. We're starting to pull stuff out of it. And we're starting to get it ready uh, to put on sale because we want to sell it before we have to make another payment on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, we're getting excited about moving into our, our new trailer, which we're not going to have for a while. And we're going to get to what that is a little bit later as well. But let's move on to talking about some RV stuff. Okay, let's okay. talk about some RV stuff, Jason. <laughs> what right. do you got? So earlier today, I, I every time I talk about the this issue of inventory at RV dealerships, there's always many, many people <laughs> coming at me saying, every RV dealership near me looks full. I don't know what you're talking about. Just come down here. There's plenty of RVs Is for sale. Is that the voice they use? That's the voice that's in my head when I, when I read head? it. Okay, when just, I read it. Okay, got it. Um and uh, you're wrong, <laughs> but here's 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 the thing. I, you know, I've talked about this before, but I, I here's some some concrete information for for you to look at. Head over to Lazy Days Nashville's website. Lazy Days is a big RV 
dealership chain. I think they've got like 12 stores and they're expanding this year to 30 stores. They, on their website, list all the RVs that they have for sale. And on each one is a little tag that says whether it's available, whether it's on its way, meaning they don't have it yet, but this is one they're planning on getting in. Uh, or it's under contract. It's, you know, there's a sale pending, just like if you're buying a house. So somebody mentioned to me that all the Nashville dealerships seem to have lots of RVs. So go on to Lazy Day's website and take a look. They've got 433 RVs listed, which is kind of a typical amount for a decent sized dealership to have somewhere between like three and 500 RVs on the lot, right? Well, if you actually go through the list of the RVs that are on their lot, well, first of all, of those 40, 433, about half of those are not there yet. They're not on the lot. They're, they're waiting to get them in stock for delivery. They're on order. They want you to be the one to buy it so that when it arrives, you just take it home, which is what's happening everywhere. So of the ones that are actually on the lot, some 215 or so on the lot that you can go see there right now, 38 are available for sale. Oh the rest are under contract. Wow. So that's why when you go buy some of these dealerships, it looks like there's a lot available, but there just often isn't. And some, maybe some of those 38, they might not even be selling. They might be saying, this is a very popular model. It's here for people to look at so that they can order one if they want, but we don't want to let it go because we want people to see it so they can order one, right? Can I say that one of the things I love about you is that when you are challenged... Is that I'll stop everything I'm doing to spend an hour and a half doing that? Yeah. Well, when you put it like that, Jason. <laughs> yeah. uh, I figured you wouldn't be as blunt. <laughs> when you are challenged, you are, by nature, an individual who is going to go and seek that information. And then you are very willing to admit yeah, if you yeah. are incorrect unless you're talking to me and then you are very willing to take that to the mattresses no, until just, like we just change the subject then then it's just we just move along we just move yes along. i love that about you but at the same time i don't love it about you when it comes to me <laughs> right. but i'm glad that you kind of went and researched that because i think that's an important point yeah. and it's one we've talked about a few times Looks can be deceiving. What is presented in front of you or what you see as you're passing by on the highway may not always be the actual case of what is available. Well, you know, this this parts shortage that's happening for RV manufacturers, mm -hmm. well, that's going to affect dealers too. When you go buy an RV, rarely is it perfect, right? Usually you, there's a walkthrough and there's things that are found that need to be oh, fixed. Yeah. And if they can't fix something right away, they're <laughs> often waiting on it. So you go buy an RV, you might wait a few months before you can actually go pick it up. And they're getting creative about how they park them and all sorts of stuff. They, I, I don't know what people think the benefit of RV dealerships lying about this is. They're not, the dealerships are not out there saying, we don't have inventory, don't come. They're, they're saying, we've got plenty of RVs, get down here. They yeah. want you to come in. They don't like this narrative that they don't have inventory available. And some of them do. There are, you know, there are 38 units to go look at there, which might be the right unit for you. But there is this big shortage and it is continuing to happen. And folks, as I mentioned on the news video this week, 
it is getting worse. It is not getting better as COVID starts to die down, as more people get on airplanes. The demand for RVs is not staying the same. It is not decreasing. It is increasing. You make me nervous when you <laughs> say things like that as we get ready to, within days, sell our current home and then live out of a suitcase until our next home is ready. Hey, Every le- time you bring this subject up, my palms start to sweat. It means we're going to get good money for our old home. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just want fair money. That's all. I don't need good money. just want fair money. All right. We're going to take a break here. And in a minute, we're going to reveal our new unit and let you know what we're getting ourselves into. Uh, but first, we want to let you know that we are going to have a get together this year. Yes. We are going to have a mini RV miles rally. If you are interested in coming, we don't have the details yet. We're just telling you it's happening, but we know it's going to be early November. Yes, we do know it's going to be early November. We can reveal a few things. We can tell you Let's, where it's going to be. Yes, yes, so we are going to be returning to Verde Ranch RV Resort in Camp Verde, Arizona, just outside of Sedona. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that space because that's where we were sheltering in place for almost three months at the beginning of the coronavirus. We are thrilled to be working with them and to be returning to a place that's so very special to us. We are currently looking at either the first week or the second week in November. Those are the two dates that we're looking at at the moment. It'll be about a four-night rally. It's going to be really, really, really really simple. I hesitate to use the word rally. I think meetup. It's a meetup. It's a meetup. Meet We're going to try to have a few things, but really this is just us dipping our toes for the first time yeah. into something like this. So again, it, it'll be small. If there's it. any fee, it'll be very small, very re- other, small. Th- other than paying for the camping. Um, and But we're trying to keep it like this is not going to be a thing for profit for us. Mm-hmm. It's just if there's a fee, it's for getting like wooden marshmallows or something like that no the profit will be getting to meet people that's gonna be like the greatest profit for us i i I can't wait so uh, i do hope that on episode 201 we will be able to reveal the full details but just if you're gonna be in that area and you want to come hang out with us uh please do jason is tossing around this idea that on Saturday, he wants to do a live taping of the of podcast. The podcast, absolutely. That terrifies me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> because, I, the, you know, I don't know. Uh, the last time I stood on a stage in front of people and had them staring at me, I didn't have to be me. I got to be somebody <laughs> oh, else. <laughs> I was say, I've never done that, and I don't care. <laughs> I know, I know. You and I have very different views on stuff like that. So those are just some things we're tossing around, but we're really, really excited, and we can't wait to meet some of you just in a few months. We'll have all the details. Uh, probably the best place to get them is by joining our email list. So head over to rvmiles.com and click on the Join our mailing list and you'll be one of the first to get notified so that you can grab your spot. Did you know FMCA is the world's largest nonprofit RV club and one of their best benefits is their optional roadside rescue. FMCA members can purchase roadside assistance with FMCA's discounted group rate, $129 a year for towables and $159 a year 
for motorized. Coverage is through the Safe Ride RV Motor Club, FMCA's trusted roadside partner since 2014. Services are available in the U.S. and Canada, and they include towing to the nearest qualified repair center, fuel delivery, lockout service, tire change, battery boost tech assistance, and more. You can even extend your coverage to additional family members living in your household and additional passenger vehicles. FMCA is running a membership promotion right now that's $60 for one year of membership or $50 for one year of renewal. With code one year, all one word, you can save 30% instantly, but hurry, it's a limited time offer that ends July 6th at midnight. RV season is here, but the change of seasons also brings rain, mud, pollen, and other elements you have to waste your time cleaning or worse that can end up damaging your vehicle. Whether you own a motorhome, a travel trailer, or a truck camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover comes with a free warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protect it from UV rays. RV Miles listeners can receive free shipping plus an extra 15% off their entire order. Visit EmpireCovers.com slash RVMiles or use the promo code RVMiles at checkout. Okay, it is time for the answers to our final two brain teasers, because we did two in one episode, and then for some reason, we're answering both of them here on this final episode. We are not going to continue the brain teaser. I'm sorry for those of you that love it, uh, but we have something better that we're going to reveal a little bit later on in the show. I think it's better, at least. Uh, but let's go. <laughs> let's let's, you, you let, let's the utilize first. these to just to show why we're not doing yes. the brain teaser anymore. Uh, the first one: the beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, the beginning of every end, and the end of every place. And the answer is the letter E because it's all of those things. And as I said last week, we have done this one before, and we <laughs> accidentally have done it twice now. Answer one to why we're not going to continue doing the brain teaser because you have no idea how that how often that's happened. It's hard to find two hundred. <laughs> like, it's just tough. So I feel that this one. Yeah, you can read this one. Oh, because okay. you think it's fantastic. Oh, I look. I think it's mm, creme de la creme. <laughs> All right. What has a bottom at its top? And the answer, my friends, is a leg. You are welcome. Goodbye, Brain Teaser. It has been a pleasure having you. We go out with a bottom on the top of a leg. The end. And that's one of the better ones. I mean. <laughs> and what a what a beautiful segue into talking about our new home on wheels. Right. So goodbye, Brain Teaser. You've been a good friend for you this have. long time. But um, stay tuned later on. We're going to show you our, our, our new sort of thing to wrap up the show with. All right, it's time to reveal our new RV, okay? We're not revealing it in front of us right now because we, we don't have it. We don't, we don't even own it yet. <laughs> we are going to be without an RV for about six weeks now, five weeks, mm -hmm. something like that. Something like that. Uh, we are working with Sabre, which is a brand of Forest River, and they are actually putting us in a unit, which is very exciting for us. And we hope it's exciting for them, too. Yeah. It's very exciting for us. We hope it's exciting for them as well. We're thrilled to be working with them. They have been nothing but enjoyable over, I think, at this point, we're about five months yeah. into talking about this. Also, let me just say, before you continue on with specs and all that stuff, <laughs> this 
saber, just so you know now, will be known as the sabre. <laughs> okay? Dunder Mifflin and sabre. It's RV Miles and sabre. We could not be more excited when the kids heard that we were getting a saber. And then they were like, you mean a sabre like in the office? So it's just, it's delightful. So it's sabre the saber. Yes. Uh, and, but what what's great is that, you know, uh, we're always very cautious about this type of relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we never wanted to do something like this without being open and honest. And we found a partner that wanted that as well. The first thing that Forest River wanted was for us to be upfront and open about the fact that they're putting us in a, in a unit and they want us to share this brand with you. They want us to be honest about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and for it to be, you know, the lovely backdrop of our videos and for us to talk about it on our, our, uh, episodes of the podcast and all that sort of stuff. But it's, it's really the home that we have been wanting because this unit, it's called the 37 FLL was on the top of our list yes. before we even began having these conversations because it is just perfect for our size family. It has a front living room. It's a fifth yes. wheel with a front living room, which is something that um, we really like because it actually gives us a living room. <laughs> it's seating for all. It's seating for it all of us. It has three sofas, so we can, yes. all, we can really all sit down. Yes. Uh, it has a very large kitchen, which oh. is great, which the kitchen is midship. And then in the back is a bedroom with a, a king bed that doesn't have a wall at the at the end of it. So like my feet won't have to, <laughs> my knees don't have to go up into my neck. But then there are two lofts, there are dual lofts, one over the bathroom and one over our bedroom. So the kids actually have an upstairs room. It's basically a two-story RV. Yes. Now we should say that we're calling it two lofts. Now it is technically one loft and then sort of a storage loft. Yeah, the kids, the, the, the room loft is actually very, very big. Yes. And that's where our big kids are going to yes. go. And then little Henny is going to go into the loft that's above the bathroom space. And the he, storage the loft. The storage <laughs> loft. Don't, we, we sold him the storage loft. Like he wanted the he, storage oh, loft. Oh, he wants pizza wallpaper he, the child has already i he said that he wanted a budget of a thousand dollars to decorate this room which i said you can have one percent of that and he's he's thrilled they're all thrilled i think for us uh with this particular model and then just going into a fifth wheel so we're moving into something that is larger that is something that when we first started five years ago we did not want yeah. In fact, we had always wanted to go smaller. We wanted to be smaller than Bussy. Then we ended up being the same as Bussy. Now, the reason why we're going bigger is because our kids are bigger and we need to balance this a little bit more now. Um, there's a shift happening inside of our family. Our kids are getting older. They're starting to have interests that maybe don't quite, aren't quite the same as what they were when we first started traveling. And our family needs space. In order for us to continue to make this lifestyle work for our family, we need to provide people with space, their own space to be able to go to. And I am speaking for myself as well. I, well, I need, I need a space to go to. And, you know, it was with Bussy, there was a door to my bedroom, but it was butted right up against the kids' room. Then when we moved into the, um, into Ranger Gandalf, there was, but it was just two doors that closed right off the living room. 
with the saber, my bedroom, our bedroom is in the back away from, there's no need for anyone to pass the children's staircase going to, there's no need to cross that boundary and come in to me. And I can shut the door and I can have a true genuine space. Yeah, it, it's it's a really wonderful setup because we, we the, of the options that we were deciding between, we could have gone a lot of ways. There, there are lots of two-bedroom sort of type fifth wheels out there. A lot of families like the mid bunk where mm -hmm. there is a, a sort of bunk room in the middle and then maybe a loft above it. That's an option. Um, and, and for us, what made this one so exciting for us though was that we could all have that individual space, but mm -hmm. then we can all gather in the living room. Yes. And that, that's often missing with, with the two bedroom units is that you still have like a two-seater sofa. Well, and I think too, after almost five years of having a space where our kitchen, dining room, living room, were all one unit, yeah. both in the bus and then in the Pioneer, the thrill of having the living room up in the top and then really having what feels like a completely separate kitchen and dining room area is just really appealing to me to have that yeah. separation of space. And that's something that is so great about this particular layout. And before we even entered into this with Forest River, that was important to us for any, anything we were looking at. We really wanted to have an open feel, but we really wanted to start having just clear lines of where space was. And that's not because we all want to you know, branch out and be away from each other. But I think it's just something that we needed to switch this up a little bit. Yeah, us. yeah, and what's nice too is that the kitchen has the kitchen table, but then it also has a little coffee bar, and oh. then it has a breakfast bar where we can sit stools and kids can eat and do schoolwork. So they can be separate; oh. they can do be school doing schoolwork up in their bedroom, on the kitchen table, in the front living room, on the breakfast bar. We can be working in in, in different places. It, that's all good. Now um, I don't know if you can see how my eyes how my eyes glaze over as you talk about the coffee bar because I just, <laughs> just, just it's dreamy. It's dreamy. <laughs> it's dreamy. And you know, also another thing about this, and again, moving into a fifth wheel for us was also the refrigerator. Okay, we have had an RV refrigerator, a small, small, uh, uh, ten cubic foot size. RV refrigerator, RV propane electric refrigerator, which we like. We actually like we the, love it. Oh. The, the propane aspect. A lot of people want that residential. No. Um, we, we like the fact that we can use the propane when we're boondocking, for sure. 100%. Where I was going with this was that we're getting something double the size. Yeah. And we've talked about this pretty extensively recently that the kids are kind of eating us out of house and home right now. You know, this summer, all the kids tick over 14, 11 and eight is where we will be at by the time Labor Day hits. That is, they just, they eat a lot of food. And so I appreciate now that we are going to have more space to keep that stocked for them, which means I don't have to shop as much. It's just, there's just so many yeah. things that are working for us in this particular stage of life. So Sabre is one of the fastest growing fifth wheel brands right now. And this unit in particular, Steve Troyer and his team over there are doing just a wonderful job at positioning these units in the marketplace. And this one in particular 
they can barely keep in stock. We're getting uh, we're getting a 2022. It'll be one of the very first 2022s. I'm very excited about that. But their whole position there is that you sort of get more with less with Sabre. Mm -hmm. And so it, the Sabre fifth wheels are in a sort of mid-range price or affordable, um, but they're packed with features. Like they, they come stock with solar, uh, with backup camera prep, with auto leveling, just lots of little features, little conveniences that make life a little bit better, outdoor kitchen, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, if I can say, you know, in the price point that we're moving into with uh, the 37 FLL, there's a lot of things about it that I felt very similar to the Heartland Pioneer for us in the price point that we entered into with that, especially with, yeah. like, with the electric stabilizers and the electric jack, things like that. But I, there's a trade-off that comes a little bit with those two. And I would say on our end, the trade-off is we're not doing a big outdoor kitchen. And we didn't have one with the Pioneer. Yeah. This one does have an outdoor kitchen. It, uh, it's on the smaller side, which is absolutely fine for us. Um, but we're just thrilled to be moving up to uh, something that's going to be a little bit more convenient for our family. It's longer. It's 41 foot 10, meaning <laughs> we're going to have a little bit more of a challenge with some sites, though we're already 38 feet. So I don't yeah. think it's going to be that much of a difference. And our overall length when driving down the road is going to be about the same since mm -hmm. it's a fifth wheel. Some of it will be over the back of the truck. So yeah. that's not of a concern to me. Um, I think everything with on that end is going to be fine. But Yeah, I think for me, you know, you talk about that with the driving and the ease of that. I think for me, what I am looking forward to, and for those of you who have listened for a long time, you know how I feel about really keeping close watch on how much weight you have in your RV. I am thrilled that we are increasing what we can bring with us. And I've already discussed uh, wanting to get my KitchenAid, a waffle maker, and a blender. <laughs> We're just going to have a lot more. And it's going to be so nice to kind of ease up on that a little bit. Uh, I'm excited about what we're going to do to this unit because we're not just going to take it home and <laughs> get out on the road. Of course not. We are, we're really going to focus over the next few months in preparing ourselves to be able to boondock a heck of a lot more. So although this unit comes with a, a, a modest solar package, we're going to expand that dramatically, which is great because when they've already ran solar, it's a lot easier to do that. So we're going to expand the solar by quite a bit. We are actually going to go back. We lived in our converted school bus for three years with a nature's head composting toilet. And as we're recording this today, our new nature's head just arrived. We're actually going to put a nature's head into this fifth wheel because yes. we... I know a lot of people are, don't understand it, but we actually felt that that was a better bathroom experience than a standard RV toilet. But here's the other thing, though, is that that's going to eliminate the need for water with the toilet, mm -hmm. period. And it's going to double uh, our gray capacity because we can now have that black water tank be a gray tank. I'm so excited for that. And, you know, we really went back and forth on if we were going to get that nature's head because it is an investment. 
But again, as Jason said, we really want to be able to start boondocking more. And between the solar that we're going to talk about in a future episode that we're going to be putting on the saber and then the nature's head, and then also just a few other things that we're going to do as well, we're really going to set ourselves up that we can be really comfortable boondocking because we've been able to do yeah, it, and we, but we've not been as comfortable as we, we should be. we want to show people that you can boondock extensively in a big rig like this it, this is no, nothing new to us i mean we've definitely done quite a bit of it in both of our past two rigs and we've spent a lot of time with people in big fifth wheels boondocking you can absolutely do it and um and we're going to do a heck of a lot more of yeah it. we've gone through a period where we have um kind of shown or experienced ourselves what it's like to boondock with what you have in the rig without making any adjustments to it especially since our generator was stolen yes thank you thank you montana uh that is something that we really focused on and we learned so much from that you can boondock you do not need to do everything that we're going to do but we learned from that that we cannot do it for the length of time that we would like to be able to do it because we do need to slow our travels down a, li uh, a little bit. Yes. And so, <laughs> and by a little bit, I mean a lot. And we want a boondock. So how do you do that? And one of those things is getting the composting toilet put back in. Composting toilet, solar, and a lot of lithium batteries, and it's going to be very exciting. So we'll be sharing all of that stuff with you over the course of the next several months as we start to implement it and we hit the road again. Yeah, we're hoping to be back on the road by early August, as long as we can get everything done. And what an enjoyable time to be in the Midwest, in the middle of summer, and all of the installing on the roof that you get I to do. I can't wait for all you of that 100-degree weather. And you are so lucky, <laughs> yeah, so Jason. I, one of my favorite things, I hear a quick story. One of my favorite things that somebody has said to me in our travels was the first time we were down in the New Orleans area. There was a guy at the campground that asked me about, uh, we were talking about air conditioning. And I was talking, for some reason it, ca it came up about my air conditioner in my apartment when I lived in Chicago, because we had the window units, right? Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, I didn't even know people had air conditioning up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets over 100 degrees up up in this, uh, this latitude up here. It does. <laughs> Today was one of those hot and humid days in the Midwest. So, so to everyone who has been following along with us on this journey, thank you so very much. And thank you for being so excited right along with us. And we are thrilled to be taking this next step with our friends over at Forest River and Sabre. And I think that's it. We'll be right back with our Fresh Tank Black Tank segment and our new replacement for the Brain Teaser. Be right back. RV Repair Club is an online resource for those who want quality maintenance, repair, and upgrade information. Sign up for premium membership with an exclusive offer for RV Miles listeners and get a full year for only $3. That's 96% off the normal price. Visit go.rvrepairclub.com slash rvmiles to sign up. You'll get access to hundreds of full-length instructional videos from RV experts. Sign up for RV Repair Club Premium Membership now for just $3 for the entire year at go.rvrepairclub.com slash rvmiles. We'll put a link in the show notes. 
Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV, and the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector, made by Hughes Autoformers, beats the competition with field-replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or a spike, you have to throw it away. The Power Watchdog can be brought back to life with one small, affordable part you can replace yourself. They'll even give you a free surge module within the first two years, and now they have a limited lifetime warranty. Use the coupon code RVMILES, all one word, for 10% off your order at HughesAutoformers.com. That's RVMILES for 10% off at HughesAutoformers.com. Can I just say, too, that all of these that we mentioned, because this RV Repair Club is such a great deal for $3 for a year, both RV Repair Club and Hughes Autoformers, and then anyone else that's sharing a discount code, we do put that in the deal section over at rvmiles.com. So you can go over there if you don't remember the coupon code or the link. Or the name of the company. Or the name of the company. You can go over to the deal section and I have put together an article for each one of these. You can go through and see everyone we're working for. We do disclose in there if some of those are affiliate links because some are and some are not. And you can go and find all of that information. Just go to rvmiles.com and then click on the deals button in the menu. Okay, it is time to check the level of our tanks. Abby, what is in your black tank this week? So my black tank, which we started talking about at the top of the show, goes to my toe. <laughs> my toe. Welcome to that chapter of life. So I have talked about this. I think I talked about it on the podcast last week. Somebody asked me how I was feeling on Monthly Night Live. I had injured my toe. I have no idea why. One minute there was no cut. And then the next minute there was a cut. Never bled. Was not doing anything where a cut would appear. And I had a cut on my pinky toe. And I thought it was healing. Then it seemed like it wasn't. We were in Dayton, Ohio. I went to a minute clinic. I did not receive uh, the, the best of advice on how to handle it. I know I don't mean to be disrespectful to the nurse practitioner there. I just, I, I think maybe they weren't quite sure what they were dealing with. And so they kind of gave me the generic and, and sent me on my way. Um, and then through my own sort of stubbornness when it comes to stuff like this. I also maybe didn't treat the toe as well as I could have. And when we um, left on Friday from the campground in Indianapolis to head to Galesburg, Illinois, where we were going to be for the weekend, I was at a point, and this was two days ago, I was at a point where uh, just walking was almost like I, I was contemplating whether or not crawling was the better option of the two. And uh, as we were driving towards our campground, uh, something happened and it became very evident that I had a, a pretty serious infection in the toe. And I called my ask a nurse and spoke to her. And, you know, this is at this point, we're about 70, 70 miles, 80 miles from Galesburg. And speaking to her, uh, her response basically was, I want you in an ER within the hour. <laughs> I said, well, I'm in the, you know, I'm near Bloomington, uh, but there is no ER where we're headed. There's not even a minute clinic where we're headed. And uh, Jason, you know, I said, well, we'll just wait till we get, you know, your parents on Sunday, Monday, whatever. It's fine. I'll put some, you know, I'll put some 
Neosporin on it, whatever. Well, at this point, I mean, at this point now we're knowing that it had been infected for two weeks now. Yeah. Like, so, you, you, I mean, yeah. we're at the point where it, yeah. we, this isn't just like <laughs> happening now. You had already been to a minute clinic. It was yes. clearly infected back then. Yeah, I'm going on two weeks now where I haven't been able to walk. Um, And so we made the decision in the heat of the moment to scrap the campground that we were going to in Galesburg to bypass that and then go the additional 57 miles to the Quad Cities where we had family. And immediately everyone in the Quad Cities was so wonderfully accommodating my in-laws to welcome us two days early, my brother-in-law to welcome our RV to his home two days early. Uh, You know, I tracked down the ER that I was going to go to and it does upend everything. It upended uh, every it up we into making the news we video packed we no. were we weren't ready for any <laughs> of nothing. this this is so on brand too for how we would end our time with ranger gandalf well. trailer the second uh but i did go to an er i went to a lovely er here in the quad cities exceptional care i was in and out in an hour so clean so nice uh i am now on <laughs> antibiotics four times a day for 10 days uh, thankfully, though, I do not need an IV in order to <laughs> receive those antibiotics. Uh, but already within uh, 48 hours, uh, I'm walking and I feel so much better. And I have this is the first time today we went out and I said, I, this is the first time I've not had excruciating pain for two weeks. Uh, so I, really, I still think a spider laid its eggs in your toe oh or something. Gosh, Jason, Tapeworm, stop it. Like no, there's nothing like that. Okay. Everybody looked at me. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Uh, so <laughs> my toe gets my black tank because it really did upend. And once again, here comes the Epperson's being all dramatic, rolling into town with family. You know, it just... When your dad said that when he saw you were calling, he was like, oh, no, who's got a brain infection now? (laughs) (laughs) That's like, yeah, that sounds about right for us. What is in your fresh tank? So my fresh tank goes to a podcast that we were recently turned on to that had us in tears laughing in the truck today. And that is the Smartless podcast. It launched, um, I think, sometime midtime last year. So it's not been around quite a whole year yet. It is hosted by Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes. And I know, you know, that is quite to me a really interesting trio of individuals to be together. And they have had the most incredible guest list. And what's so interesting about this podcast is one of them, each episode, one of them handles bringing the guest on. The other two do not know up until the moment that guest is announced who it's going to be. And they rotate doing this. So this, let me say, this is not a podcast to listen to when your children are in the car. Do, yeah. And it is not a podcast to listen to if s- colorful words <laughs> are offensive to you. Like, I just want to put that out there. But I'm telling you, we were laughing so hard. We have listened to, I have listened to Ricky Gervais. So let me, that's how I started my introduction. So that should tell you right away. Ricky Gervais, Robert Downey Jr., um, we've also Will Will Farrell. Fer- We're in the middle of listening to Conan O'Brien. I mean, it's just the Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Jennifer Aniston has been on George Clooney, which I think you're going to play a clip. Yeah. So here's a clip. For, here's a clip of of George Clooney on the podcast. I mean, they got George Clooney to do a podcast. I know. 
Can I say something? Uh, you know, I've been listening to this podcast, you like to call it. Um, he has notes. He's got notes. Guys. I wanted to do this show. I wanted to do this show because I do really enjoy it. And I have to say, I enjoy it mostly because I feel as if the guest really isn't involved at all in the no, show. Doesn't yeah, matter. You don't That's have right. to do anything. There's no pre-interview. Doesn't matter who Sean it is. doesn't even have questions. No, you talk about each other. And we don't let you do any talking. <laughs> and I enjoy it so much that I thought I'd just come on and just sit back. Yeah, yeah. you make a really good point, and I want to get into that. But first, Sean. Yeah, what's up? So you don't have the bite plate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what you get. Yeah, so absolutely. If you're looking for something new to listen to, when you're done listening to RV Miles, get all caught up on the RV Miles Network. And, and yeah, and America's National Park, and, and see America. Yep, and then, you know, then you can move on. We only put one of those out a week, so you got to have something for those other days of the week. This is a great one. It's called Smartless. You can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. All right, Jay, what is in your black tank this week? <laughs> so, okay, so we've all been talking about the explosion in RV sales over over the last year plus and the the fact that campground development new campground new campsites has not had a significant boom to coincide with that right mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are putting money into renovating old parks and making them really expensive but there's not a ton of new campgrounds being built there's a lot of reasons for that well the Association of RV Parks and Campgrounds, National Association of RV P Parks and Campgrounds, uh -huh. they're on the case because <laughs> they're uh, they're getting ready for their fall convention that they do every year. Excellent. This fall, they're having their convention, and their keynote speaker is really going to help yeah, give solve it to this me. problem. Their keynote speaker is a hypnotist. So... So, you know, perhaps they'll get hypnotized and to into building some new campgrounds. So, hold up. Are they going to be hypnotized to be like, yes, it is okay for you to charge $90 a night. Exactly. People want you to charge them $90. Maybe we can, hey, maybe we can all put some cash into the hypnotist pocket and get him to do the opposite <laughs> of that and get him to brainwash them yeah, all. I need a and name. Into making it cheap. I need to know who this is. I'm going to get my people on it. And we are going to get campground prices lowered. Can we just get, you know, <laughs> under $50 a night? That would be fantastic. No, I meant can we bribe him with a 50? Oh, <laughs> mate, well, can we hypnotize him and tell him that $50 is a good deal? <laughs> Probably not. Hypnotism isn't real. <laughs> Oh, no. What is in your fresh tank this week? Uh, my fresh tank is our solo stove. We have the solo stove bonfire, and we've been testing this thing out for several weeks now since we were in the Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah, almost it, three months. And if you don't know what the solo stove is, it is a sort of uh, stainless steel portable fire pit, a wood fire pit that you actually put wood in, not propane. <laughs> And what's great about that is often you're at a campsite where there is no fire pit, but fires are allowed, or the fire pit isn't exactly where you want it. You know, it's often not where you want it, or it's small, or it's just a it's just an old semi truck rim, which is very common. Do you remember the campsite right before we got the solo stove, where they had the fire ring? basically at the end of the campsite at the end of the driveway like right up against the road yeah and only you could only sit around half of it because yeah. if you'd sit around all you'd of it you would have fit in the road and i just remember thinking to myself 
This is when I really wish we had a solo stove. So you can put this wherever you want it. Now it is it is fairly big, so you gotta have room to put it somewhere. And they do Ours is. they do make smaller yes. sizes and they make one bigger size, which I definitely wouldn't suggest you travel with the Yukon. That's mm -hmm. for putting on your patio. But the this one is is fairly decent for traveling. It fits in the truck for mm -hmm. us and it has a really nice bag that it can be put in so you don't have to worry about ash getting on stuff. It has a nice cover so when you're done with it you can put the cover over it and it doesn't get rain in it or anything. And and the whole idea that people love about solo stoves is that they don't smoke very much. They're not entirely smokeless. So let's get that out of the way. A lot if of people you, say they're smokeless. They're not. If you watched the live <laughs> Then you know they're not, and you know the reason why. Well, the, not. the whole deal is that you want to have the f the the wood in them below the rim, mm -hmm. but that can be hard to do if the wood wasn't cut to a length that fits below the rim, right? Right. And so you kind of just have to wait for it bur to burn down a little bit. But what's nice about them is that once they do get going, that smoke does just sort of go away because it, they burn so hot. That's why there's there's very little smoke, which also makes for very little ash so once the fire is, is burnt out there's hardly any ash in there i mean i probably dump dump like a coffee cup full of ash out after two you know two bundles of wood yeah and it, it, it every time you put it once you have it going every time you put a piece of wood in that thing it lights up right away that you don't have to worry about like lots of newspaper and stuff like that and lighter fluid and and things like that it really does get going with just like one little fire starter or something like that yeah i you know another thing too is they have some really lovely accessories that come with it their s'mores kit this and is the, the best tongs. the best roasting sticks i've ever I owned mean, for sure they're so nice i almost said don't use these <laughs> they like <laughs> they like screw know. together they're, they're stainless well, on their own and the nice thing is too that it sets on a ring you don't have to use the ring but when you use the ring it, the heat really doesn't go into the ground. So you mm -hmm. can set it on grass, you can set it on, on 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 wood and concrete and stuff like that that you normally shouldn't put a, a fire pit on and, and it works, which is fantastic. Obviously you wanna make sure the stuff near it isn't <laughs> flammable and going to catch on fire. And it's cool to the the ashes. I can, after about an hour of the flames being gone, uh, I, it's cool enough that I can move it around. Yeah. And after about two hours, I could run my hands through the ashes. So I never have to like pour water on it. I just wait for it to go out because I don't want to go to bed with like coals as you know, you, you shouldn't do, but I don't have to worry about that because it is, it is out and I check, but it's, it's out completely. Yeah. And you know, this is another company that we have really enjoyed working with. Again, full disclosure, you know, they sent the stove over to us to check out and try out. They gave us a discount to offer you guys and yeah, they don't do discounts. They rarely are very hard to find. They a don't do discount. promo codes. Well, promo I think, codes. Yeah, I mean, they have they probably, have sales. They yes. have sales for sure. But the, but a promo code discount they don't yeah. often have. You do have to click a link. So I'm going to send you to our show notes um, because you have to click a link to get that discount. There's a link and a code. Um, yes. But head over to our show notes at rvmiles.com/slash. 200 if you're interested in buying one yeah or you can again like we mentioned earlier rvmiles.com click on that deal section there is an article dedicated to solo stove and it will have the link that you need in order to use the coupon code all right it's time to close out the show with our new segment we are going to bring to you at the end of every show now a tip or a hack from a different member of the rv community other rvers bringing you ideas for things that are you know 
beneficial, convenient for traveling out there for camping. Yeah, because if we've said it once, we'll say it a million times. We don't know everything. <laughs> no. We do not. Like, we are not, we don't even like to call ourselves experts because we're always learning. And so it's so exciting that others can now come in and share things and experiences that they have learned that maybe we've not encountered yet in our full-time or RV life. So I am thrilled that the new chapter of RV Miles is going to start involving more people in the community. Yeah, so this is the, this is sometimes going to be a tip uh, from another content creator, from other YouTubers or Instagrammers, what have you, or sometimes it might be somebody from our Facebook group, uh, somebody we meet at a campground, anything like that. Um, but we're gonna start off with a great tip, an ingenious solution for unclogging a black tank from the Brazen Brits. Okay, so I put a post on Facebook yesterday, very excited because we the black tank was blocked um, and I could not get it released. I tried the black tank flush, um, I tried putting hot water down it and everything. But I found another solution that worked perfectly. I didn't have to buy any tools. Um, we didn't have to go to a hardware store and pick anything up. We didn't need a special hose cleaner thing on here. So I'm gonna show you exactly how I did it really, really quickly. So now you need to have plenty of extra sewer hose length connected to do this. But if your black tank is clogged, this is this is a great first thing to try because it doesn't cost anything and it's something that anybody can do. You just need somebody to help you. You wanna have lots of extra sewer hose connected. So all your sewer hose, if you've got it, and you're going to need to lift the hose up in the air while it's still connected to both the RV and to the sewer connection. So what you're gonna do is open up the gray water start draining your gray water and once that gray water starts running out into the drain lift that end of the hose the end that's furthest away from your rv while it's still connected to the drain you're going to lift it up in the air so it's higher than the gray tank and what you're doing you've now filled that hose with gray water right and now you're going to shut off the gray water and open up the black tank valve and then you're gonna lift that hose up in the air as high as you can. And what you're doing is shoving all of that water that you've collected in your sewer hose into the black tank now, right? And then you drop the hose on the ground and you, you've pushed all that water into the black tank and when you drop it onto the ground, it's gonna all rush back into the drain and that suction is gonna help pull any clog out that you might have in there. And you can try it several times and hopefully that'll clear your clog. Just please make sure you have a very secure connection and you, and between you will, you, you will your need, hose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good connection and you need two people. You need somebody yes. to do the valves while somebody does the hose. So I yeah. think that's such a fantastic tip. They've got a little video on it that you can check out. It's very, very short, um, but you can refer to it anytime you might have this problem if you have this problem. It's the Brazen Brits. We'll link to the video explaining the process in the show notes. And we want to thank, again, our friends Natalie and Lawrence over at the Brazen Brits YouTube channel. Yes, so please go check them out and support their efforts over there. That's it for this episode. Episode 200 in the bag. Woohoo! Thank you so much for joining us this week. And we hope if you are enjoying RV Miles and you're going to enjoy it for 200 more episodes because we hope to be here for just that long, you will head over to Apple Podcast and you will leave us a five-star review because, again, that is 
is just pushing us in front of a whole new community of listeners. If you would like to connect with Jason and I, we are over at the RV Miles Facebook group. That is the best way to find us. It's a beautiful community of about 10,000 people who all enjoy the RV lifestyle. RV Miles is all across social media as well. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And until next week, thank you so much for allowing us into your lives for 200 episodes. We are so grateful. And until 201 next week, be well, stay safe, and keep logging those RV miles. Bye, everybody. Thank you.